Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. So that's the woo that I'm feeling right now. <laughs> Man, I was really hoping after last week that we were going to, you know, start picking up the pace with some better movies this I think season. we're left with the drivel. I we, think we're left with just the bottom we of the barrel. The opposite direction. I think that there's going to be some that are still going to be good. Like, I know that Read It and Weep is okay. I think the, the dancing one is fine. Gotta Kick It Up is fine. I don't think I've seen it. I know I liked Quince. I've heard But Quince I'm is, not going to say yeah. if it's good or not. No, I think there's still a... F- you that might be okay but this one was We're not still hoping full court miracle is an f that disgrace would be great. my people disgrace my people um don't actually disgrace my people i realized i didn't clarify that in the last episode when i made that joke oh wow my the volume on my microphone is at 50 percent. so excuse me while i bump that up so Today, we are talking about the movie Miracle in Lane 2, and uh, this movie... Uh, I feel like neither of us really knew what no, this movie no was idea. until I went into the movie and saw the description, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> DCOMs don't have a good track record. <laughs> With dis or you know displaying any sort of disability in their main characters in movies, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, anyone who's differently abled in the early decom iterations is seen as someone to pity. Yeah, you know, for once, I would just like to see it. Like, there's a person or character with a disability, and they're just living their life. And the, like, I get that this is based on a true story. That's why they made it. But it's like I. They're doing a better job of it nowadays, but I would just like to see it, them in the movie and not about their disability. That's what I want. Are they doing it better nowadays? Like, have we seen any movies in the later years that have... And we don't have any left, so have we seen any that have just Oh, not, not DCOMs. I'm just talking about, like, general movies. Oh, okay, because I was like, <laughs> no, DCOMs really no, not haven't. These, not these, no. <laughs> Although maybe, like, Spin had some... I don't know, not don't main, think, main character, don't... probably. I don't think it did. I think, but I don't remember. I mean, more modern Disney Channel original movies and Disney Plus original movies are focusing on more marginalized genders and races, which is good. I'm not saying this is bad, and I want to make sure that I preface it with that. But there is still room to grow in that space. Like, we are still, you know, I don't even remember anyone, anyone in a wheelchair or anything from the... Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm really... My memory is just terrible, and I could believe that. Yeah. I, oh, my gosh. I want to say that there was one of the newer ones that did, but obviously, since I can't remember, it wasn't that no. like, big and of a role, maybe? And... I'm thinking, like, Under Wraps. Was it that one? Um, There was one woman in a wheelchair. This sounds so tokenism, but it's, there was, like, the woman who was the caricaturist in Under Wraps. And that was good. That was that was good, obviously. But there hasn't been, like, an actual lead character who's just living their life differently yeah. abled. You yeah. know? As one does as someone who's differently abled. I'm not saying I am. That sounded like I was going, like, I'm differently abled, which I'm not. I just, I'm saying that is, people just live their lives. Like, that's just what happens. Yeah. But anyway, the main issue with Miracle in Lane 2 is the fact that 
the boy who has um uh spina bifida my dad's gonna say that i pronounced that wrong and i don't care no you had it it's spina bifida he and i didn't look it up thanks dad um (laughs) he's played by frankie Muniz. he was very much not a differently abled person Right. And we I've talked about this before yeah. with True Confessions. As <sighs> they do a fine job. Like uh Shia LaBeouf did a fine job in that movie. He Frankie did way Muniz better than does, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz yeah, was awful he does in this fine. movie. Like he's not amazing, but it's fine. But I still wanna see actual children with disabilities playing characters with disabilities in movies. They don't exist and they never have Sarah. They can't be actors. Oh my gosh. No. Imagine. How dare they try? How dare they try and be quote unquote normal? Gosh, I hate it. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely awful. And that's still a problem. Yeah. Nowadays. Like oh exactly. what's that movie about or not movie. It's a uh, in the dark uh, I think it's a show about a woman who's blind, but they oh, didn't never cast a woman who's blind. And I think oh, there's no. a popular YouTuber who talked about how she had auditions for a popular TV show featuring a character who's blind. And she's like, yeah, they gave it to a role. They gave the role to a actress who's not actually a blind. person. Yeah. And it's very disappointing. Uh, like, why are we still doing this? Why? <laughs> well, it's like when they keep... I mean, it's not the same. Again, prefacing, not the same, but tangentially feels similar where when they keep casting trans people and and casting them as, you know, cisgendered actors, mm. like, it's like, hey, you know who exists? Trans people. Yeah. <laughs> Non-binary people also exist. Yep. Like, maybe, maybe stop with the nonsense. Like, mm-hmm. they can't tell the story. There's no method you can do for this. Like... You're not you're not gonna get Daniel Day Lewis in here, freaking Jared Leto, and be like, "Yeah, I methoded this. I, you know, I was trans for a week." It's like, yeah. Mm, oh my, my chair just creaked. Creak, creaky chair. Creaky chair. But okay, so let me just read the blurb for this movie because I, I know I say this a lot when there's a movie that's really frustrating, but I don't, I'm not gonna want to talk about this movie for oh, a long time. Like I'm yeah. not. This movie Same. was. Yep. We talked. We just we just mentioned True Confessions. This movie, the entire time, all I could think of was True Confessions and how disappointing and frankly offensive that movie was. Mm-hmm. So, which I'm going to drop to a D minus minus during the full wrap yes, up because it's I, terrible. I feel like I had that one at a D. What did I have that one at? I know a I'm D. getting ahead of myself, but you had it no at way. A, yeah, you had it. That's at a it. D, mm-hmm, and then you dropped it down. Gosh, Neither of us had it at a D minus minus. Well, there's no way to, you would have pulled it out of a D minus minus. There's <laughs> no way. I'm pretty sure that we, for True Confessions, we both were like, Shia LaBeouf's performance saved it. And I'm like, Shia LaBeouf's performance <laughs> is not worth it being <laughs> no. saved. Frankie Muniz's so performance, nice? like I mentioned, does not save this movie. He's, okay. I. Not only is Frankie Muniz not a differently able person, which, you know, in his regular life, fine in this movie case not fine Mm -hmm. he is so unlikable in this movie and i don't think it's his fault i think it's the script and i think it's the direction yeah but him playing justin is really so wholly unlikable that i was not rooting for justin to to succeed i was like can i knock this kid down a peg who was talking at the end and they're like you're not like a a kid who asks for a lot doesn't whine and we're like what his brother his brother's (laughs) like you don't ever complain and it's like what 
All he does <laughs> we, is he's complain the whole movie. <laughs> okay. So this movie is TVG. It's from 2000. It's an hour 29. It's sports, drama, and biographical. Accurate. It's not a comedy. Uh, they mm-hmm. should probably put religious in here as well. Yeah, oh my gosh, so Get much to God. that. I'll get to that. But the big blurb is a one-sentencer, and it's a courageous... Oh. Tw- oh my God, I didn't read this before. I never <laughs> read these beforehand because I think it's so much better for, like, just my... Oh God, courageous 12-year-old. A courageous 12-year-old refuses to let a physical challenge stand in his way as he prepares for a national soapbox championship race. That is missing at least two-thirds of this movie. Yep. Oh, my God. Courageous. Really He's courageous bones. for living his life. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, the short blurb isn't much shorter. It's just, a physically challenged boy strives to compete in a national soapbox derby. Oh, God. I hate that. Throughout this whole movie, they would... So the language ableist. that they would use, like, my physically challenged brother or, like, when um old man... Old man Vic drives by and he's that like that one wasn't acceptable, but it was like I it, the, it was in character at least. Right. He's like I'm I'm looking for your brother, the kid in, in the, the wheelchair. wheelchair. And you're like obviously like he's in the wheelchair, like he knows who his brother is, but it's like they always had to focus. It's all it was all his character it's was all was... about the disability. It's like ah, uh, especially like being ingrained like first person first language. It's like child with a disability. Like yes, they have a disability. It's part of them. But it does, it's not what defines them. They're not physically challenged kids. Right. It's, I'm a child first. And yes, I also have a disability. Right. And the only times that I was like, okay, this is a time where I can definitely understand it being talked about like this, is there were a couple scenes, or maybe it was just one scene and I'm blurring it, where his parents were talking about his... Uh, his spina bifida and how it was possibly like holding him back and it's like parents would have that conversation Mm. like that's very much something that would happen yeah so like i wasn't that that was the only time where i was like yeah okay but when it was just like wow and this kid in a wheelchair is doing it all living his life rolling around at the speed of sound and it's like okay yeah. Um. I do then, think. I do think. I guess. Could... I don't know if it's a spoiler, but like leading up to the end, I was. Oh, who cares? I kept saying, "What's this miracle in Lane Two gonna be? Like, it is. is part so of me is like dumb. they're gonna make him walk at the end, and it's gonna be like a big miracle no. that he can walk again. But no. it, spoiler, I guess it ends up just him. He wins winning. the race. He just <laughs> wins. Like, a normal kid winning a soapbox interview. But it's like, that's the miracle that a person, a child with a disability can win a soapbox derby? That That's the <sighs> miracle? Really? Okay. Ugh, drives so, me crazy. I do think that it's kind of funny that it's a miracle also that he's sitting in a vehicle with four wheels. And it's how he moves. And it's like... Yeah, he spends his life sitting in a vehicle with wheels. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's really not a miracle at all. Also, <laughs> I don't know why that just reminded me, but remember when he's first, uh, like, has his first trial down the street yeah. in the car? Uh, and the dad, he's having trouble steering, and at the end he crashes, and the dad says something like, that kid spent his entire life in a wheelchair not being able to steer. That's why he crashed. It's like, what? 
He like, does steer. You can very much steer, yeah. steer a wheelchair. That's why they have the bars. And like, he's like 12 what? years old. Like even a uh, like anyone who's 12 years old doesn't know how to drive a car if that's what you're getting at. My God. Okay. Like he can still steer with his hands. I don't understand what his argument was. All right. Let's break down this movie over yes. its overall, overall plot. Okay. So we're introduced to Justin, whatever his name is. I can't remember. His name's Justin. That's all that matters. Justin has an older brother who's perfect at sports. His dad, who used to be perfect at sports and now is a painter and also a scientist. I'm very confused as to what his dad's jobs were. No idea. It was very confusing. And then his mom, who's a real estate agent. And Justin wants to win a trophy because he wants to show his brother that he's just equally as cool or whatever. And so he tries to join a few different sports. He tries to join uh, baseball and they won't let him. And he throws up a freaking Slurpee on the guy at the sign-up table because his gastrointestinal whatever doesn't work. It just comes out bright blue, like even brighter than the slushy ones. Okay, so he he tries baseball, and then he goes and he tries chess, and he lies about his age because he's a skeevy little kid and he's yeah, not he's, I'm cool. Ten. Yeah, and he's like, oh, and the woman looks at him. She's like, oh, you look like you're about ten because you know he's smaller because he has spina bifida, and um, he's like, yep, yeah, I'm about ten, and then he loses to the kid who's actually ten because he, the, that kid actually plays chess. And then at the chess location, he meets his neighbor, who's like an old crotchety man, um, and he helps his neighbor win this car show by being the kid in the wheelchair that gets the sympathy votes, which is yeah. kind of funny and definitely yeah. a thing that would happen. Um, and then, I do wonder if the kid did that in real life. Like, some of these things I, I want to know. So. Like, did these actually happen? I need to know. Um yeah, I have no idea. So then his neighbor, uh, Vic, says that he, what, their deal was that uh, Justin would get the trophy in his name. And so Vic's like, whenever I get the trophy, I will let you know. And so Justin is at the doctor's or something and Vic comes by and then he's asked the thing about like, where's your brother, the kid in the wheelchair? And his brother, whose name I can't remember. Seth. 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 Gosh. Um... He's like, no, he's not here, I know. And so, but Seth then tells his brother, tells Justin that Vic stopped by. So then Justin's like, my trophy, my trophy. And so he goes over to Vic's house, sees something that has metal in inside, like a sticker on it. And then he knocks everything down and makes Vic's car roll backwards. Because, you know, the car wouldn't have an emergency brake on it. Right. And it was also on some sort of, like, lift thing that just started going up and then it tilted it back. I'm like, yeah, how did all this get The tilt get is what got me. Yeah. So. So then he has to start doing chores for Vic to help to pay back for the damages. And Vic has this shed on his lot that, you know, Justin is not allowed to go inside. And, of course, Justin, being a skeevy little kid, goes inside the shed. And we're shown that Vic used to have a daughter who was a soapbox racer. And Vic, of course, comes in. And he's like, get out of here. I told you not to come in here. And he's like, I never want to see you again. But then Justin's like, Justin talks to his dad. He's like, I really want to learn how to soapbox drive or whatever you'd call it. And he, they're able to convince Vic to teach them how to 
work a soapbox derby, whatever. Yeah. Um, this is 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah, it takes so long to get to any sort of plot. And then there's a montage to show you him getting into... Well, there's the part where they show him building the soapbox car and then him crashing it because he, he can't work the, the brakes and whatever. And they give him... Yeah, they're like, how do we make brakes? Because you can't do foot pedals because he doesn't have working legs. And so they do a handbrake. That will come in later. But then there's a montage. There's a montage showing him winning all of these soapbox races. Yeah. And then we're and then we're taken to the like nationals qualifier. And we've been told the entire time that Justin, if he gets headaches. That could be a sign that his shunt in his brain is not draining fluid. And so we see him having a headache and he's definitely having an episode with his shunt Mm -hmm. and he crashes the car and they take him to the hospital and his parents are like, how dare you? Like the doctor's like, they don't say how dare you. I don't know why I said that. But the doctor is like, I don't know how he could have not seen that this was happening after so many surgeries and blah, 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 blah. And his parents were like, oh, no, it's because he wanted to finish the race. And it's like, yeah, no, duh. Um... Good detective skills, parents. So then we see Justin in his hospital bed and in walks this famous race car driver. Not a real guy in person. His name is like Wade Davis and he's played by the guy who played in The Mummy, the guy who loses his eyes. And that's really fun. There's a really fun tidbit in The Mummy. I think I've seen The Mummy, but it's it's been way too long. I don't even know who that character is. So good. So good. It's so good. Um, so in the mummy, this is a sidetrack, but I don't care. Um, in the mummy, Emotep, the mummy is trying to replace his vital organs, which includes his eyes. And when he replaces his eyes with this character's eyes, they're bad eyes because that guy has wears glasses. And yeah. so he sees Rachel Weiss's character and he's like, you look like my dead wife. You must be my dead wife. They look nothing alike. It's so funny. Anyway, that's my, that's my tidbit about the mummy. Highly recommend. It's a great movie. So, he's in the hospital. This guy comes, and he's a famous race car driver. He is also the guy that Justin, this entire time, has been imagining as God. Yep. He has been having these these cutaway conversations with God about why he made Justin different. And... You know, what it means to be someone who's differently abled. Not those words, obviously. And there are a lot of them. And it's super ridiculously hyper-religious without, like, you know, towing too much into the territory. But it's like, Lufta, this is very, very Christian. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You walk it. The first the first like time the first it happens, minutes, he's got yeah. that shirt on. It just says God yeah. on the back. And then on the front, I can't remember... I think he asked, like, why'd you make me different? And he said, like, I don't make mistakes or something. I don't know. He did. Yeah. yeah. No, this for, I think that's almost exactly what he said. Yeah. Um. So then Justin tells Wade Davis, this famous race car driver, you know, how to win races. And it's something stupid like, you know, hold on to the wheel like you love it. And then there's an interview they're shown later where Wade Davis says that his friend Justin told him to, you know, hold on to the steering wheel like he, he loves it. he still has the bedpan from that day. <laughs> That's what he said? Well, he was, like, holding on to the bedpan like it's a steering wheel. Oh, he did. That's right. And then right. he kept Justin, it when he won not, his not, race and I, he's on TV. 
I thought you I thought you were talking about Wade Davis, the driver, still had the bedpan. I was like, why did he have the he bedpan? Did. He did have the bed. Yeah, on his TV interview, he was still holding it. I'm I thought it was sure, just. I, I thought swear. it was Justin. Maybe no, I no. missed that entirely. I was not no, paying attention because I was so weird. over like, this movie. <laughs> so then there's drama because the uh, it's the finals of oh, so he gets invited to finals because the kid who he lost to when he you know had his stroke basically, um, dropped out. So he gets to go to finals. And, of course, Seth has withheld this information because he doesn't want Justin to do well because he's the golden boy. And then there's a fight because Justin has learned that Seth is going to therapy because oh his gosh, brain the, is sick. And that's the disgusting. The shaming in this movie. I was like, oh, my God, it's awful. <laughs> also, so the kid who plays Seth, who's his older brother, is in Brink and... I'm pretty sure in Brink he was like the comic relief friend in this mm-hmm. movie. He's just this whiny bratty brother, but he talks like this. He Dad, why won't you let me? Why won't you come to my games? And it's like it, there is like this side of it that's really sad, where the dad really doesn't go to Seth's games, like because he's working or whatever. But then he's supposed to go to Seth's like final game or baseball game of the season or whatever and he misses it because he figures out how to make the hand break for yeah uh, and then afterwards when he misses it he's like oh my gosh i can't believe i missed it i'm like you were already late going out the door you had to have known when you looked at your watch that you were gonna write it down yeah the funniest part about that whole interaction though to me was that when he got home when the dad got home after making the handbrake his wife goes seth pitched a no hitter it's like yeah okay then i guess he doesn't need his dad there if he did the absolute best that he could yeah maybe he does better without his dad there hmm? yeah maybe disappointment is what fuels him keep doing it yeah. i'm joking never show up again so then they get to the the like actual you know final round of the finals so it's him against this girl that he met like the first time he went racing or whatever and her dad is very sleazy and is trying to find ways to disqualify Justin. And the way that he does that is by finding the handbrake, which is against the rules. And so they're, the the family is called to like a panel with the officials for the Soapbox Derby League or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're about to announce that it's illegal and he can't do it when Seth walks in and he's like, you shouldn't have let me take a media studies class. And then he like brings in all of the news outlets Which that are like. actually pretty great. Okay. It was the best, it was by far the best part of the movie, but it was just yeah. really funny. of just like, how did he contact all of these news outlets? And also I'm surprised they all thought this was news. Cause it's to you, the year 2000 and I feel yeah. like. Uh, and I, w- I wonder if this actually happened in real life that the brother did this. I don't know if it did, but like when I wonder did if this actually existed. When did this happen in real life? I kind of want to know, especially with like, you know, the Americans with Disabilities Act. Like I feel like it had to be Hold on, now I need to look up when. Because it can't be a thing where they actually were going to tell this kid no to using a handbrake. I mean, probably. I mean, sports are really not friendly to differently abled people. I mean, that's why the Paralympics exist because they're like, "No, no, no." You people go over there. We don't need you in our league. Yeah. I'm not agreeing so, with it. That's just what happens. Yeah, the Americans with Disabilities Act packed in 1990. So there's a chance that when this actually happened in real life that it wasn't a thing yet. Yoder, that's their last name. Apparently Justin Yoder was in the crowd at one point. This is The only two things on the IMDb trivia are about 
that and then the actors who were also in Malcolm in the Middle. Um, yeah, and then the end of the movie is just Justin wins the race. That's the miracle. Oh, and you can't forget the, the, the very end, though. Oh, God. Okay, literally. Especially, yeah, God. <laughs> so there's one more. <laughs> there's one more cutaway to Justin and God. And Justin's like, God, can I go to heaven? Or can I see what heaven looks like? And so God, of course, goes over and opens the door. And inside heaven is a bunch of, like, really bad compositive people compositive people on a like heaven angels. background of them all angels in wheelchairs yeah. and then there's one girl who just like floats up to justin like just staring at him it's <laughs> honestly one of the funniest things i've ever seen and it is just so so the whole like full circle there is that you know god created him to be perfect because all angels are in a wheelchair and it's just like <laughs> sure yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it oh. should have just been that you can be whatever you want to be in heaven. It yeah. should have been people in wheelchairs, people who are robots, people who are cats. I don't know. Like, God. just the way that they had the scene, though, like the door opening up and the way that they, it was animated or posted, uh, it just looked so goofy. I'm like, why are we ending with this? It's truly awful. It was, this movie was offensively bad. Like, yeah. I, th- we kept. We kept comparing it to True Confessions the entire time because it is it is so similar where it's like, oh, feel bad for this family that they have to bear the burden of having a differently abled child. And And you can tell they they thought they were onto something. They thought they were doing something, but they were not. (laughs) Right. And also, like, there was these weird cutaways where it was like family court, which I thought was really weird. But whatever. I'm not going to get into those because they were just dumb and they just dragged down the pacing. But this feels so much like True Confessions in another way. And that's that the lead character is obnoxious and unlikable. Like, the difference between this one and True Confessions is the fact that he is the differently abled one as opposed to Trudy just being awful. Yeah. And having no empathy and no personality and truly just being the worst Disney Channel original character of them all. Congratulations. Truly. Gold medal that's for you. That's the true confession. Yeah, that's my truest confession is that she is the worst Disney Channel original character. And I think I think I want to do like accolades or superlatives at the, in, in our in our final wrap as we well. We should. We definitely should. Yeah. Um Yeah. So I know we started with test of time for for genius as well. I'm pretty sure, but I feel like this has to be a test of time as well, where I want to give it pretty much exactly what I gave True Confessions. Yeah, which because that came me. out when 2000. That was probably a little after this. I think one, it, huh? I think it was 2001. Two. So I don't think it was. Okay. I don't think it was too late. It was like one or two years after. I gave that a 1.5. <laughs> I do think so low. Oh, uh, do I think this deserves a tiny bit higher? No, no, I don't. Don't be nicer to this movie for no reason, me. Right. It's bad. It's really bad. Give it the 1.5. I don't know why there's something about me like being like, no, no, but they tried their best. <laughs> <laughs> their best was terrible. Their yeah. best was really their bad. Their best wasn't good enough. <laughs> no, it's really bad. There's also the aspect of this movie that's really bad, which is Vic is played by a black man who fits the angry black man stereotype and also the kind of, like, magical black man stereotype as well, where he's kind of the, like, I knew how to do a soapbox derby, so now I'll teach you all that I know. Yeah. And it's like... 
okay. I could do with the latter without the former. Yeah. Thank you. But also, like, could we actually just make him a regular, like, human, believable person? And we're told that, you know, it is explained that Vic is angry because his daughter died in a bus accident or something. And, um, or bicycle accident, I think. And then his wife died of a broken heart later. And that's really sad. But it's not justified in the way they portrayed his character in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. So I also have True Confessions at a 1.5. I'm debating if I even want to put this one a little lower. Just with the... Especially that last scene. It really, like, dates it for me. I think I might just do a 1.25. I give... I'm fine giving it the same as True Confessions because True Confessions was also really dated and just, like, other, like, familiar, like, like gender roles in the family and the dad was really gross. Yeah. And it's Bottom like, line, they're both bad. <laughs> they're terrible movies. Like, I I had high hopes for this one. I did not remember it being this offensive, probably because when I may have watched it previously, I was seven. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, that's all I want to talk about with time, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, it's just I'm really bad. Moving on. Yep. It's just really bad. The moral of this movie is, uh, don't be differently abled. Be normal. Yeah. Even though they were definitely trying to push it, like... No, that's not the actual, you... that's the accidental yeah. true normal <laughs> Yeah, moral. that's, yep. Um, no, the actual one is is something that's just like no matter what's ho- what your disability, you'll still be able to win or succeed or some yeah. garbage. They say something. Girls, you can still have a miracle. <laughs> I know, but there was a quote or something. I'm pretty sure that they said. Um, I could be wrong because I don't write them down because I don't have the energy. I don't think I actually wrote down any quotes. Surprisingly, besides at the beginning when someone said. Just because I'm in a wheelchair doesn't mean I shouldn't that's it. be able to play baseball too. So that's exactly like that. yeah. yeah. Just oh, because okay. it, just I because you're it. in a wheelchair doesn't mean that you can't play the game. Like yeah. that's exactly what it is. And that they said yeah they said that in the first like 20 minutes with that the whole baseball. Yeah, I was scene. to say because that <laughs> that was the first thing I wrote. So I guess I didn't think that that was gonna be what it was. But I also wrote try try again. Yeah, they did um, say try try again a lot. Which I, think, I don't. I was don't it think that one point said like freedom and equality of opportunity for all. Yeah, but I wish that was when it. he had this whole like media thing, and then yeah. like you're perfect the way you are with the whole end scene. You know, <laughs> the try try again was something that was said a lot, and it really doesn't work because it is something that he did, but the it makes me. It's not that it doesn't work. I should restate that. It's frustrating because his try, try again is so sleazy mm-hmm. and skeezy. And like he, I just don't like the way that try, try again is portrayed in this movie. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. But <laughs> I do think it's, it's funny that they, also, they hit yeah. it so many times, but they hit it off the mark. Desperately wanted every it time. to be this moral. Yeah. And it just was always a failure. I think, unfortunately, when this movie came out, that's definitely what the moral was. Like, that's definitely what, and I don't, I don't ever want to do this movie based on what it was. I want to do, or not any of these movies. I think I might have said this movie, but I don't want to do any of these movies based on what they were. It has to be what it is when we're watching it now. And 
it, you know, obviously in 2000, I highly doubt that they were understanding of what being a differently abled person really meant in society based on how this movie is made. Yeah. But it's possible that in 2000, Try Try Again was really what was what was understood by children. Yeah. It's but it, not what it, we're getting out of it not, today, though. Not, so. in, per- not in perpetuity. <laughs> All right. True confessions. Yeah. Where's our true confessions? Where's true ranking? confessions? Because it's. I think it's slightly better than True Confessions, though. Yeah. True Confessions moral was... It was the... Just because you're different. If you weren't different, you wouldn't be you. Which is more offensive to me. Not by a lot. But there's something about, like, you're a wrong person in the under... Like, the subtext of that statement, which is like, oh, you're you're a bad person. You're a broken person. What in the heck did I give it 225 for? What's wrong with me? I that's like the same with the overall grade for that one. I don't know what what we were doing. Well, I'll edit it, I guess, when we see them all lined up to each other because it's gonna go it's gonna be dropped. Yeah. Based on the stuff that it is around. Oh god. I don't even wanna give that I can't I can't even grade this based on that one because it, this one is below a two. Yeah. I'm gonna give this one for now. I'm just gonna give it a a flat one. <laughs> because I yeah. just like I know we have ones or twos in here, so I'm trying to see what else I have. But yeah, uh, what's your what's your reasoning? <laughs> it's not malicious. The the true confession ones genuinely seemed malicious. This one yeah. seems like they're really trying to push like you can do anything if you put your mind to it, but it just, you know, has this coded like even if you're really different and your body doesn't work right. <laughs> Not my words. So Halloween Town High and Return to Halloween Town, we both had in the one range. I have them both at 1.5. Uh, yeah, I've earned Return to Halloween Town at a one, Halloween Town High at a 1.5, which is genuinely crazy to me that I have Halloween Town High higher. Xenon Z3, 0.5s for both of us. Be yourself and you'll be fine. Well, that one, we gave it a 0.5 because it was literally telling people to cheat. Yeah. So this has to be above that, at least. I think I'm going to keep this at a one, and then probably going to put True Confessions at a five or a point seven five. Yeah. But for I now, I'm... I'm just keep this at a one. I think I'm going to do a 1.25 so that it's still under those Halloween Town ones, but then I'll probably move True Confessions down to a one so that it's still above Xenon Z3, and we'll see if I remember to do that. I mean, we will do it by the when, during the wrap because during the the, yeah. the, the, the I know, series I'll remember wrap. if you do it. <laughs> well, the series wrap is going to be us going through all of the columns and and seeing them like from zero to ten, mm. and then plugging them where they need to go. So, well, and the the final the, the overall grade won't be one to ten, but whatever or zero to ten. Speaking of overall grades, this is oh wait for it a D minus minus for yeah. me. <laughs> yep, and just confessions will be as soon well. as well. Um. I was talking to Ethan this morning and I was like, oh, I really want to give this a D minus minus, but I have to see what Sarah thinks because maybe I'm being like extra cruel. But no. No, I think after no. seeing True Confessions and how we regret not being more cruel, I think we should just do it for this one. Right. And the other thing is that we've said this a couple times, but our our method for the D minus minuses is if it is offensively bad. Like yeah. if it's done something that is offensive to to society yeah and this is true confessions definitely is 
Uh, we have um, Zapped, which is offensive to gender roles. Yep. We have, um, I think, one other one. Oh, Halloween Town High, which is straight up racist. Yeah. It's racist with the yep, mask yep. of, oh, but they're not actually humans. It's like, okay, but that's actually what people think about other races. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> that's part of the problem. I think those are our only three yeah. and currently. I, I really hope people don't just look at our scores without listening and think, oh, there's representation of someone with a disability. They're grading it low. Like, that's not what it is. It's that it's not actually a representation. They don't use actors and act- actresses who have disabilities to play those roles that right. we have a problem with. And they don't they don't show the story well. <laughs> they don't give you a good moral out of it. I would hope that people aren't stupid enough to, and this is me being very brash when I understand that, but I hope people yeah. aren't stupid enough to look at it and go, oh, he's in a wheelchair? These podcasters must think that he's <laughs> offensive and terrible. It's like, no, I, I think the not. company. Please, if you're listening, we're not like that. <laughs> yeah. So, <sighs> it's it's disappointing because I, I would love for this to have been a good movie. I would love for True Confessions to have been, you know, something good and full of oh, the heart of gold. But instead, it's it's trash. Yeah. So currently, I, my D minus minuses, I have Zapped at a three and Halloween Town High at a one. And what's crazy is that I have Halloween Town High at a one. And the, score, the, the range is one to five or zero yeah. to five. So I have to figure out... When we when we're done with all of this is where where all the D minus minuses stand because <laughs> which one's the high, most offensive? Which is really 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 bad, and I think most likely one will. I don't know. I think most likely this one will be above. It'll be above True Confessions, and I think Halloween Town High might be above True Confessions as well. But I'll have to think about it. I'm gonna have to reread a synopsis of True Confessions, but. I think, unfortunately, Zapped is the best of the D minus minuses. Yeah. So I'm that one. I have it. A, we both I have it a three. I'm gonna put it for now. I'm gonna put it at a four, and I'm gonna put this at a three. I might do that too, because yeah, Halloween Town High. We both have it a. I or know. I have a two. You have a one. Okay. Yeah, I have it a one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change Halloween Town High just yet because there's a possibility that I might just go. I might there might be a one that's uh, that there might be a, a D minus minus we watch in the future that's a zero. For now, true confessions is the zero, but we'll we'll, we'll see. We're gonna have we're going to have we have enough movies that there are going to be some doubling up on numbers, but it all depends on where everything fits on the scale. Yeah, I changed None, my app to a, a four I, as well. I did as well. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, I. I don't imagine we're going to be moving any bear D minus minuses because they're just so offensive. Mm-hmm. Like I just they're there I for don't, a reason. They're probably going to stay. There are so many better movies about topics like this. Go watch the documentary Murderball. Honestly, that's my decom mission: is watch Murderball. Murderball is all about um, the evolution, I guess. I don't know how to describe it of um, wheelchair basketball. Oh, that's cool. No, it's really, really cool. I was going to do a documentary for mine as well. I mean, There's that's There's one totally on Netflix. Fine. I don't know if you've watched it. It's called Crip Camp. Oh, I've not. It's about, um, I think it was early 70s, the first uh, summer camp for people with disabilities opened, I think near Woodstock. This and is a movie from the 70s? 
No, it's a documentary about. Okay, 70s. I was like, I was like, we're recommending a documentary from the no, 70s. No, no, it's a documentary about <laughs> about uh, the first ever summer camp, specifically for I think teenagers with disabilities, and it's what sparked the movement for not institutionalizing those people and having yeah. them go and like learn their hobbies. And people seeing them as actual human beings. Shocking. Shocker. <laughs> so. No, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, you can check out a couple new documentaries this week. Yeah, and Murderball is on Tubi, which I know is not great, but it's there. And it's, excuse cool, me, it's not basketball. Um, It is the U.S. quad rugby team. That's cool, too. Yeah, it's really, really cool. It's a really, really fascinating documentary. There were a few documentaries that came out in the mid-2000s that my family owned on dvd and would watch pretty religiously which was murderball and the movie spellbound which not the alfred hitchcock spellbound um it was all about the i think the 2000 um national spelling bee and it was fascinating it's one of it's one of my favorite documentaries it's just like it's just the kids are really fun it's really fascinating to see how much of a sport it is um how competitive it is the amount that some of the parents will spend to ensure that their child wins and most of the time they don't um it's it's fascinating so th- those are three documentaries i guess i'll throw in another documentary go for um, it <laughs> another docu- documentary i really like is 20 feet from stardom which i'm pretty sure i've talked about but 20 feet from stardom is all about the f- kind of fates of backup singers from the 60s and 70s and 80s and even through to the um the 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 2000s um, there's some information that they've omitted, like the part where they talk about Mary Clayton's vocals in, uh, the, the, the Rolling Stones song, 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 um, <laughs> where they overworked her to the point of her having a miscarriage, which isn't great, but, um, it is also very possible that she didn't want to talk about that in the, in the documentary. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, I don't know all the details about, about how that went, but it's a really, masterfully done documentary that first of all introduces you to some amazing singers and some amazing music and i don't think you have talked about this one before oh i love it it's one of where it is where uh, i I can look it up but it's it won the oscar for best documentary back in 2010 it's it it, oh it's so cool (laughs) um 20 feet add these to my list i love a good documentary sorry why is this 2013 when i definitely you saw it in 2010. Did you see a private screening before it came out? No, but I guess it was. I have a memory of watching the 2010 Olympics and it being the Olympics. Wow, Oscars and it being the one that won. I, but I also watched the 20. Um, I, I I watched a lot of Oscars, so I definitely watched that. But it's it did win the Oscar for 20 for for um best documentary. I also won the Grammy Award for best music film. Um, you can watch it nowhere. You can watch it on Hulu if you have a premium subscription. You might have to rent it, but it's very, very good. All right. I feel like I'm movies from my list. Lost my mind now about this. Like I generally am like, I swear was at this Oscar party that I went to in 2010. <laughs> but okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. What was the what was the uh, the the Inside job. I don't remember that at all. That's apparently what won in 2010. Uh, crazy. That's bonkers. Well, anyway, it was the 2013. It was the one that won it in the 2013 uh, Oscars. It's my personal favorite of the Oscar winning 
documentaries. I've seen a, I've seen a, a few of them, and I think some of them are kind of bleh. Yeah. I don't know if I could even tell you any documentaries that... I mean, I don't really watch award shows anymore. And if I have in the past, I don't remember which ones won. I really like docu- sucks. I really like documentaries, but I get really bogged down by bad documentaries. Um, and I've just watched so many of them that I have to know that it's going to be worth my time. Yeah. Because I, I, I really, fair. really like them. But if they're if they're too preachy or they're not edited well... I just, I just am just, or the information is mad, don't get me wrong, but like, oh, also Spellbound was nominated in 2002, but it lost to Bowling for Columbine, because obviously, well, well, next week we're watching a movie. Gosh, I hope it's a better one than the last two that we watched Um, for this season. Yeah, it's Jet Jackson, baby. Jet Jackson. Is this one of the ones that we have to rent? I can't remember. Sure is. Nice. So right. definitely, Love definitely sucks that we have to watch this one separately. Let me see where we can even rent this. Jet Jackson. Maybe it's on Disney Plus as it uh as of the last week. That'd be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna doubt it. Uh nowhere. We can Amazon. <laughs> cool. Who is Jet Jackson? But yeah, it was taken down from you can have to rent it on Apple TV too. But it is funny that we, we, Sarah and I are very busy this week and probably can't watch this movie together. And yeah. that always sucks when we have to pay for them. Yeah. And now we each have to pay <laughs> to watch was, it separately. What was the other one we had to do that with? Under Wraps, right? There were two. Um, it was Under Wraps and. Oh my gosh. There's the another one. That, well, there's another one that we have to, that we still have to rent that hasn't come out yet. That hasn't come out yet. That hasn't come up on the show yet. There was another one. The I know. the oh my gosh, why do I want to say the other me? <laughs> it was the other me. It, okay, okay, good. That's and like, that's the that's the one that we had to rent, and we shared, and we I streamed to you or something, which I don't think worked terribly well. No, so it's probably better that we're both renting it. All right, well, we will see you for the next one, which is Famous Jet Jackson. Uh, rest in peace, Lee Thompson Young. I'm excited to, to see that one again. Yeah, it's very I'm excited good. to see it for the first time. Cool. Well, see you next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye.